Hello everyone, welcome to Sex and the Diversity, which is an all-inclusive and unfiltered space to talk about sex, love, and dating debauchery. It is your girl, Divya, here. Right now, it is 10.45 on a Friday night. I drank maybe a quarter bottle of wine, and I am sitting in my bed. I have my microphone nestled up next to me. So, you know, again, you can think that life's going pretty well. And I wanted to kick off this podcast with, um, first, I wanted to talk about something that I was just talking about with one of my friends. And we were having a conversation about office hookups. I feel like that is the sexiest fantasy, the sexiest role play that people think about. You know, when you ask somebody, like, what's something that you've always wanted to do? I think in the top five, it's going to be probably fucking somebody in your office or having sex in the office. So, and I've heard this from a lot of people, and I think, you know, when you're imagining it, you're imagining it in a very sexy situation. You know, you're either there's a handsome, well-dressed person that you're working on a lot of late night projects with the sexual tension just builds and then one day you're just you know so frustrated with whatever client you're working on then you go and you rip off each other's clothes and you have mad passionate sex in the boardroom and if you were the woman he you know pins you to the table and he holds you down with his hand against your throat and he's just you know, having his way with you and maybe ripping off your clothes and then, you know, you go home and you just never speak about it again. Or maybe you are the guy and then there's this really sexy woman, you know, sitting in across the table from you or sits in an office next to you and, you know, she's always wearing these really hot kind of slutty tops, but for some reason acceptable. I mean, nobody's talked to her about it, but everyone kind of notices it when her nipples are hard, but it's okay. Nobody says anything. And, you know, she just bends over and you see a bit of her cleavage and it's just like these juicy, big breasts and you're just thinking about, you know, putting your mouth all over them and like sucking on her nipples and having this amazing fantasy and then you text her, you know, meet me. Actually, you don't text her. You don't have her number. She's kind of unattainable, right? So one day, for whatever reason, she's having a bad day and she turns to you and she says, hey, meet me in the stairwell. Gotta, you know, I'm really stressed out. We have to meet and we have to have sex. Something like that, you know, like a kind of sexy office situation. But let me tell you, most office hookups are not sexy. And I can just go by my personal experience. I mean, maybe I've just, you know, was in a weird office or had just like these two really weird situations happen to me. But I want to talk about it because I just have to share because I just thought like, yeah, they're funny stories. Anyways, so, okay. The first um, office kind of situation that happened. So I was new to an office and this office is in the suburbs, you know, Um, don't think it's not like, you know, the office kind of setting, but maybe the office was actually a little bit more cooler. The TV show, how that setup was going on, but it's a little bit, imagine everybody with like less sexy people in the office. So not 
for example. So there's no one really there. And most people were married. Um, there were a couple younger people. They were all in serious relationships. There were maybe like three people that are under 40 that were single. So, um, and also, you know, because of the industry I'm in, there's a lot of turnover. So every three months, somebody new gets hired and that person ends up leaving. Either they're fired or they quit or they just, you know, vanish, you know? So I guess there's a lot of turnover. So there's like new faces, but um, they're not that many young people. So um, at that time, I was new in the office. So I was a new girl and there was a guy who was sitting um in a team that was you know across who wasn't working on my team but was across uh the room from me and so we were able to sort of chat when we went to you know the room to get coffee or whatever but we never were like close enough to like really interact so what happened was this guy he was like definitely a character like he was he was younger than me, actually. I would say five years younger. Like, he just graduated undergrad. So this was his first adult job. Um, and he came from one of those, like, really fancy liberal art colleges where you can major in something, like, really obscure, like, 17th century Russian literature. And, you know, I I guess it, it was a good school. Like, he was smart, but it was kind of like a, one of those, like, frou-frou kind of schools. Like, you know, um, I think, like, it, everybody was a liberal arts major. And and then afterwards, they would probably try to read it, write a screen play. Um, and maybe, like, they played instruments like the oboe. And they would always, like, discuss feelings and about, like, about identities. They were really big into, like, labeling each other. Because he the first thing he would, like, say to me, or he asked me what my Myers-Briggs was and so I was like okay you know like it was like all that self-identity kind of thing so which I think is like fun to talk about but I was like okay this type of personality and he also um he would also ride a bike to the office like he which is very rare in the suburbs um you know people ride bikes in the cities like and that's common, but it's here, like where we work, like everybody had a car, you know? So, uh, or they walked if they lived like close enough, but he would, he rode a bike. He lived like 20 minutes away um, by driving, but he would bike to work. And then I remember he would like fold his bike. It was one of those like folding bike things. So, and he did that. And he said he would also like really was really into um, a certain type of like very 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 frugal living um because he wanted us you know live uh, save all his money and then move to the mountains in the future and write I don't know the next great American novel but anyway so the just I'm not like saying this is just so you can paint a picture of this type of person right so not just like the typical suburban person that you run into right and um I remember he would always pack his lunch and it was like you know, just really what those like plant-based meals, et cetera, et cetera. And we ended up started talking because he was listening to a podcast. And when I asked him what the podcast was, he was telling me how he was like learning three different languages at the same time. And they're all like obscure languages. There weren't languages that you sort of like would use in your day to day. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So we were just like, but you know, he was a nice person. He was a nice guy. We were chatting. He was like a lot younger than me. So I didn't think like, any romantic interest whatsoever I just thought okay a friend since I don't have any in this office so in any case 
Um, we would kind of talk when we would get into the office for like 10 minutes, talk when we were leaving. And then sometimes, you know, he would go on walks and, you know, if I went outside for whatever reason, get some air, we would like end up a little talking back and forth, nothing deep. Um, I didn't really think like anything more of it. So what ends up happening is we ended up, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah. So we ended up working a little bit later. So we were leaving at the same time and it was a little bit colder so he had his bike and it was all folded up and um i I remember it was colder because i was asking him like are you comfortable you know like biking around when it's getting cold like this like don't you how can you do you know how do you handle these like changes of temperature he's like oh no it sucks a little but you know you're used to it and um we were just chatting and i remember um he said something like oh, I'm in a spontaneous mood or something like that. And at that time, I didn't know anybody really in this area. And I was like, okay, um, do you want to like do something like go to a bar to grab a drink after work? Um, you know, just hang, you know, like see a movie. I don't know, just something to do. And he's like, oh, let's just go for a drive or something because it's been so long since I've been in a car. So I was like, um, okay, we don't really know where we're going, but let's just, okay, fine. Let's just go for a ride. I guess it has been a while since you had a car because, you know, usually you have to put like gas in cars to go places and you don't just like ride around randomly, you know, like, cause that's like a waste, but whatever. Like, okay. So I just said, let's, okay, fine. And he, I remember he like folded his bike and he kept it in the trunk of my, my car. And so I was like, okay, fine. Um, let's just drive around. And I think we drove around. We were just chatting, like small talk. And I remember I had to like, um, get gas. I stopped by, got gas. And then just, I was like, well, I don't know where we are, where you want to go, what you want to do, but my apartment is, you know, on the way. I just want to like drop off my work stuff with me, like my work bag and all this stuff. And maybe I can change and then we could go to a bar or something like that. And, and he was just like, yeah, sure. I'm just down for whatever. And I was like, okay. Um, and yeah, then I remember we were in my like kitchen and he basically, (laughs) this is the funny part. So he basically wanted to start like drinking. So I said, okay, yeah, fine. Um, let me pour you a glass of wine. So I poured him a glass of wine, poured myself a glass of wine. Then he wanted to like cook a meal together. So I said, okay, fine, let's do that. So, and then he started just talking about himself and I found out all these, like, he like sort of told me all these details. He was telling me that he was, um, like polyamorous so he does not believe in monogamy he believes that he needs to have like multiple partners and he's pansexual oh yeah so let's just call him the polyamorous pansexual prince right um so he was basically like yeah my happiest relationship is when i had you know two girlfriends or you know sometimes i have a boyfriend and a girlfriend and we're just sitting on we're sitting on a hill on a picnic bench just enjoying life I was like, okay, this is, you know, liberal arts life. I just imagine that's like common when those kind of liberal arts schools, um, I have another friend that went to these, like a school like that, an all girl liberal arts school. She said that people, it's very common there. Um, I went to a big state school, so that was just new to me. 
And so he was telling me all these things. And then in the middle of the conversation, like we were drinking, you know, kind of like sitting like closer on the couch. We moved to a couch and we started sitting closer to each other. And he starts like kind of putting the moves on like subtly, like kind of pressing his thigh against my thigh, you know, where it's like you're kind of testing the water. You're like putting it out there a little bit, seeing how the other person reacts. Like, does it feel good? Is the person going to like move away from you? It's, it's like that kind of like that dance, right? So, I mean, like, and it felt like I was just going with it. Like it was just, you know, fine. And, um, and you know, I remember then he decided he started to like start rubbing my back and that felt good you know I had a long day a stressful day at work and it was just like rubbing my back and I was like yeah this is starting to feel good um continue you know like nothing's weird yet like up to this point it's like a perfectly normal you know like you think like oh it's a sexy situation it's gonna go in a good way no this is when it gets like and then he started and so I'm getting like a little bit like excited I'm getting turned on but like not fully I'm gonna say like maybe 25 percent 10 to 25 percent turn on where you're just like like this is kind of cool let's see where it goes and then he starts giving me a shoulder massage and the massage felt really good he was just like you know the really like getting deep in my shoulders and massaging all the kinks out and he really knew how to use his hands and and I was just like okay well this is kind of escalating let's and then he brought it up he was just like let's can we take it to the next level and I'm like okay, cool. Like, this is good. It's feeling good. I'm going to get laid tonight. Awesome. Like, (laughs) I was not planning this, but let's go ahead. And this guy was like so much younger than me. I wasn't even thinking about him in like a romantic way. I was like, you know, whatever. He's polyamorous. Like, (laughs) let's just go with the flow, you know? And, um, and then he basically like, we go into my, my bedroom, right? Cause we were in the living room on the couch. And then he's just like, giving me like a a nicer deeper massage and I think like okay at this point like he's gonna try to oh he's gonna try to kiss me and then um so I kind of like lean in closer to go for like the kiss and waiting for him and he's like wait we need to we need to pause we need to pause and I was like um okay like okay like what's wrong like what's the issue and he's just like you know, I just feel uncomfortable. I just feel like we're moving in a, a pace that I'm just not comfortable with. And and I was just like, dude, you asked for a glass of wine. You poured me a glass of wine. You initiated the massage. Your hands are like all on my back. And, you know, you're, you were like rubbing my shoulders. You were rubbing your hand up and down my arm. Like these are all the signs, intents and purposes that you want to like escalate. And I was like, okay, like, I don't want to, like, rape you, like, what do you want, like, what are you seeking, like, what's going on, and then he's just like, well, you know, I just don't feel comfortable to kiss you, I just don't feel like we're at that stage yet, and I was like, well, do you understand how everything you're doing leads a person up to thinking that there were, you guys were gonna make out, and then we're probably gonna, like, have sex, like, I'm not saying that, you know, it's, 
definitely going to happen, but like 95%, like that's probably what happens and escalates it. And I was always like, and I also was like, I like, you don't want to have sex with me. Like this is, and I'm like, okay, like, okay, you don't like, what do you want to do then? Like, what are you trying? Like, what's your intent? And he's like, I just don't feel sexually attracted to you in the terms like where I want to kiss you. Like I'm not attracted to you in that way. But what I am attracted to you in a way is that I just want to like massage your body and like hold you really close to me and just like touch you. I'm like fit. Like I'm like, I don't, I think he, like, I don't even remember how he described it. Cause I was just like, this is so fucking weird. Like he's like, I just want to like, I just want to cuddle you and I just want to give you a massage, but I don't want to kiss you. And I definitely don't want to have sex with you. I'm not attracted to you. And I'm like, you're not attracted to me? Like, what? <laughs> you initiated this all. Like, what are you, like, what do you mean? And I was just like, as a, you know, I was just like, I'm just very confused. Like, what are you like? Yeah. And of course I was kind of like, my feelings were hurt. Like, obviously like, you know, your ego is like a little bit bruised, but at the same time, you don't want to like, again, you don't want to like rape somebody. So you're just like, okay, like you're not attracted to me. Like, fine. Let's just, do you want to like sleep on the couch? Like, this is just awkward. Like you're basically like touching me all over my body. I'm like really turned on right now. I like really at least want to make out. Like, do you want to at least to make out? And he's just like, no, no. I don't want to sleep on the couch. I just want to hold you really close to me. And I just want to massage you. Like, literally, that's what he wanted to do. He just wanted to massage me and hold me on the couch. And I was like, this is kind of like a weird situation because I'm like, well, obviously, I'm really turned on. So if you massage me, I'm going to get turned on. Like, my body's just going to get turned on. I can't help that. But at the same time, I don't want you to do anything you're not comfortable with. But I just remember, like, being, like, really pissed off. I was just like, what are you, what do you want, dude? Like, I don't know, make up your mind. And then he was, like, getting really offended that I was asking him to, like, sleep on the couch. Because I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, anyways, so I was just, like, uncomfortably... Like, I just, I was uncomfortably, like, in my bed, and he was just, like, holding me and massaging me the whole night, and then he, like, felt, and he wanted to, like, cuddle me, and then he fell asleep, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the most awkward and worst night of my life, um, this is never, but, okay, that was dramatic, that was, (laughs) I've had much more worse nights, but it was the most awkward and confusing night in my life, because I'm like, hmm, I'm like turned on, but there's nothing I can do. But when I want to stop being turned on, he's going to get very upset. So let's just want this night to be over. And then in the morning, he like woke up and he's like, yeah, I had such a really amazing night last night. Thank you for like the experience that we shared. I hope you feel really bonded and connected with me and that we were able to express ourselves and share our stories. And I was like, this motherfucker just better stop talking because I am pissed off at this point. Like, and then, oh yeah. And I remember on top of it, he was like, oh yeah, by the way, can you drive me to my apartment? which was like half an hour away. Of course, he didn't want to like bike. And I was like, cause he had the bike, it was still in my trunk. And I was like, oh my God, fine. And so I just drove him back to his apartment. And then he like gave me like this like hug. And he's like, "Be th- let the peace be with you. Like something like so stupid and corny. And I was just like, so pissed off at this point. And I was just like, I never want to see this fool again. Like, oh my God. 
and I was like, now I have to see this guy at work every day. Like, how awkward. Like, I just never want to talk to him. I never want to do anything with him. And so, anyways, I, this was, I think I dropped him off on that Saturday morning. I'm like, okay, I have to see him again on Monday. Oh, dreading it. And so I, I finally, I remember, I go into Monday, like, dreading to have the encounter. And then, then I, like, you know, then the person, the leader on his team, um, he wasn't there at his desk the entire, like, day or whatever. And the leader of the team, like, was basically like, yeah, he, like, quit. He quit. Um, he resigned because he just, like, really wanted to be, like, a therapist or something like that. He was just not, you know, interested in the field that we were in. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank God. Um, what a weird night. So, yeah. No, and I wish that that was the weirdest thing that happened to me in the office. But then there was even something even fucking weirder that happened. I'm going to give you a hint. It was with somebody in the office who was, like, older. Um, and I think he was, like, 55. And also polyamorous. Like, why are so many people polyamorous in the suburbs? Like, is this a trend that I'm missing out on? Are people just, like, bored having sex with their, like, wives or husbands? Where they're just like, yeah, we need to open up the relationship. But that is a story for another day. So thank you so much for listening to me talk. I hope you stick around. I have more stories to share with you, more um, unfiltered conversations. And I hope to hear you. Oh no, I'm the one talking, but I hope that you subscribe and I will see you soon. Bye.